everyone, it's Yolanda and Jillian from the Pemberley Podcast. Given the holiday this week, we won't be releasing a full episode and unfortunately next week we won't be releasing an episode either, but we didn't want to have two weeks off from this wonderful podcast, so we've come up with this new thing that we're going to be trying out that we're going to be titling Costume Theater and we're going to find different ways to continue talking about the Lizzie Bennet Diaries while celebrating the fandom and how many great people there are out there who have contributed to this fandom. Right. Think about usual episodes of the Pemberley podcast as the Lizzie Bennet narrative, just the straight episodes. And these are our little intercalary episodes where we find various ways to celebrate the fans. This week, we decided to flip through some fan fiction on fanfiction.net and sort of go through a story that we thought was really interesting. It covered Darcy's perspective on the illustrious wedding dance. Without further ado, let's jump right in. This fanfiction is titled Bound by Convention, written by Eternamente13. I really don't understand this garter ritual, Darcy thought as he observed the frilly ring of lace and elastic that now dangled from the tentative grip of his fingers. This garment had, for the past several hours, been worn around the upper thigh of a bride he had never properly met, was then removed by a groom with whom he had only a passing acquaintance, who threw it to be caught by any of the men attending the wedding. And by some cruel twist of fate, the man who had caught this disturbingly intimate item was Darcy himself. The wedding guest applauded politely. Darcy supposed most men would do some sort of celebratory wave of the caught garment, but he could not bring himself to do anything of the sort. He spotted Bing across the room, who laughed and whispered something to the red-headed girl he'd been glued to all evening. Darcy rolled his eyes. He found himself herded onto the dance floor by the groom, who kept grinning and patting Darcy on the back, as if he did something praiseworthy. And soon he found himself facing a woman who was probably four or five years younger than himself, with sleek auburn hair, wearing an olive green dress. It was only a small consolation that she seemed about as thrilled at the situation as he was. She passed her cot bouquet to the bride for safekeeping though the groom made no move to relieve Darcy of his newly acquired garter. Reluctantly, he stuffed it in his pocket. The bride and groom ceremonially joined Darcy's hand with the hand of this bouquet-catching stranger. He was horrified to find that his palm was sweating profusely, and the grimace on his dance partner's face told him that she had indeed noticed this. Taking a deep breath as if preparing to plunge underwater, Darcy gingerly placed his other hand on her waist, and she accordingly and just as hesitantly, rested her hand on his shoulder, and the music began. It was, predictably, a slow song that he did not recognize. It was in triple meter, and Darcy did know how to waltz, but he didn't want to assume that his partner knew, and figured that even if she did, it was probably not the accepted kind of movement for this type of song. So he settled on swaying nebulously back and forth as the recording of a woman with a wispy voice crooned on about love at first sight. His dance partner's dress was rather low cut and due to their significant height differential, she was a full head shorter than he was, Darcy could not look at her face without something else being directly in his line of vision. So Darcy looked directly ahead. His eyes found Caroline, who smirked at him in a way that indicated that he would be teased about this later. He arranged his face into his best unimpressed glare, which made her giggle. 
The song seemed to be coming to a middle. There had been two verses and two choruses, and a transitional guitar riff was now leading the wispy-voiced singer to the bridge. Darcy thought he might be able to survive this ordeal if only the woman he was dancing with had the good sense not to make any attempts at conversation. So, his companion began as if on cue, are you liking it here in town? Look at her face, Darcy warned himself as he lowered his gaze. Her face and only her face. Not especially. He deadpanned, hoping his curt reply would end the conversation. And to be fair, he was telling the truth. But she soldiered on. Do you enjoy dancing? Not if I can help it, he replied. This one was a bit of a lie, though. When he was at home, he regularly attended ballroom dancing lessons with Gigi. She had trouble finding partners tall enough for her, extreme lankiness being a Darcy family trait. So she had dragged him along at some point a few years back, and to his surprise, Darcy had found that he liked it. But this, this was not dancing, and he did not enjoy it. His dance partner seemed to have gotten the hint, at any rate, and she made no further attempts to speak. The song was mercifully reaching its final candential strains, and the two of them dropped their arms and took a few steps back. Darcy realized he wasn't quite sure what he should say at this moment. I enjoyed dancing with you? No, he didn't. Pleased to make your acquaintance? Not particularly. He finally settled on, thank you. She frowned. You're welcome? She answered uncertainly, confirming his fear that he had said the wrong thing. She turned and walked away, leaving Darcy alone to feel the full impact of his social ineptitude. After a moment, he set off to find the nearest garbage can, and, having found it, he extricated the garter from his pocket and deposited it there, where it belonged. I like that story because we know who Darcy kind of is, but we got to see this pivotal scene from his perspective, and it was very on brand. Very Darcy on brand. Based on what we know, he was a little awkward. He said two things. But you see the process in his head of going through what he's potentially going to respond to Lizzie Mm -hmm. because he wants to be honest Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to lie to her and he doesn't want to embarrass her in front of everyone. So he says, thank you. Nope, I'm fine. That kind of thing. (laughs) He's very short answers. And we do find out that he took ballroom lessons with Chi Chi. I knew it. I was... sort of got the kind of impression that maybe he did as, like, a kid. But, like, I would believe that he would support his kid sister's desire to do ballroom dance. He's like, all right, I'll be a good brother, and then ends up liking it. You know? I don't, like, I saw that one. It's good to know we're not the only ones who had that idea. Yeah. And we're also finds out he's kind of a gentleman. He did not want to look down her dress. Her low-cut dress. Or at least didn't want to be seen looking down her Right. He didn't want to, I mean, yeah, he's caught in a tough situation where where either he looks down, accidentally looks down at, at her dress, and then he's like, oh no, I don't want to come off as a perv. Either way, it was a lose-lose situation where if he mm-hmm. looks down at her, then he loses. Yeah. <laughs> so either, either Lizzie was going to think he's a perv or she's going to think he's rude. And in this case, he was rude. And you know what? I would call that the lesser of two evils. Yes. <laughs> so really, I feel like our... Darcy opinions could be a lot worse. We just don't know how much worse it could be. 
He's just, there's no winning for Darcy in this scenario. So I feel like he made the right call. And that's why he was only swaying too. Because even though he can ballroom dance, he didn't want to embarrass Lizzie and be like, oh, well, you can't ballroom dance. I'm clearly great at this. So we're just going to sway so we can be on the same level. He kind of like, he could have been a total show off and just imagine the show offy rant that would have happened. I mean, like, say... She can, Lizzie can say all she wants about Darcy, but she can't really say like, oh, he's gone out of his way to like show off and he thinks he's so great. I mean, I think she still thinks that he yeah. thinks that he's so great, <laughs> but she doesn't know the extent to which he's been masking that because he can do things that she can't even think. And he's letting, he would, he would rather make himself look bad than make her look bad. Yeah. I do like that we're getting that perspective of this awkward dance and seeing this tradition that we both weren't familiar with as far as like who catches the bouquet, who catches the garter coming together to dance. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it's a really good story to, to get that perspective. Well, I feel like this is the sort of the biggest thing that's happened that we like don't that actually discussed. see. Yeah. yeah. Well, that we haven't seen that we've even discussed. I mean, sort of these are, these episodes are sort of off books, but if we're talking about where we are in the Lizzie Bennett diaries with the show, we like this dance has been kind of pivotal you know like it was a big wedding we met a lot of people but especially this is where lizzie got her one-on-one time with darcy where i mean this is where she learned to hate him and she doesn't even know how much more she could hate him (laughs) all right this is jillian this is yolanda signing off until after thanksgiving see you all in december yep happy holidays Bye. bye